Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Disney Plus or Minus podcast. This is episode 49 and the last one of 2021. Oh, my God. Is it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Because, I mean, hello, if you're listening to this uh, on the day it came out, it's Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all of those who celebrate. Santa's coming tonight. Oh, sorry. Santa came last night. Last night. Santa <laughs> came last night. Name that show, Danielle. Please, Wait, God. The, the, uh, the uh, remix is just beautiful. I Thank just, you. I love it. That's, okay, that's a SpongeBob reference, right? Of course it's a Okay, SpongeBob I was like, reference. that's SpongeBob, yeah. Um, wow, I like that you, you know, you fit it for the time. It makes sense. Fit it for the time. I had to change, you know, you, sometimes you got to just change the lyrics a just, little bit. But on the spot, just uh, the creativity, you know what you're doing. I just did it right then and there. It's because I'm so familiar with that song. It's true. Um, because there have been multiple drives to Florida around Christmas time. Why did I say it like that? Florida around Christmas time where we would sing that for hours and my parents <laughs> wanted to rip each individual hair out of their head. Um, so I'm very familiar with the one line miserable. of the song. Santa's coming tonight, tonight. Santa's coming tonight on repeat. I mean, it's the only line. (laughs) Which, okay, on this new Nickelodeon Essentials um, playlist that I've downloaded, it has a lot of SpongeBob songs like Best Day Ever, Rip Pants. It does not have that song, which just seems like whoever made it doesn't know what they're doing. No, clearly not. Um, Can you tell us about your... uh why you use this playlist i know i don't think we talked about it on the pod but i know we talked about it in private and i think it's just the best thing it's my new workout playlist yeah <laughs> yeah 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 so it's songs from victorious drake and josh zoe 101 spongebob and it's my new workout playlist it's incredible get over it's it so good i i think it's fantastic i never thought of you know using those songs as motivation to work out but I can't see why it wouldn't work, you know? How could you not lift really heavy listening to Best Day Ever? It's like, it's the best day <laughs> it's, ever. It's the best day ever. And you know what I realized? <laughs> yeah, uh, It's really hard to listen to the Campfire song and not sing along and seem like a fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how could you not? In the middle of the gym and you're just like, yeah. Campfire. <laughs> no, so literally I'm like this, I'm just mouthing it, but I'm not... <laughs> singing because i don't want it to seem that weird the people at the gym are just thinking you're listening to some like really intense like rap like busta right. rhymes or something they're like wow this girl she really got it you know but and it's, it's just, just fun job. i'd like to point out however your voice has cracked twice i know last, i yeah. okay I, I like need to cough to, to like get rid of that let it out let it out okay Better? i think we might be okay hopefully i don't know it's hard to say one more thing I want to add before I intro the movie is that you said at the beginning, this is episode 49. This is very special because it's the square root of seven. Seven is mm. my lucky number. Um, sorry, it's the square of seven, um, which is my lucky number. So 49 is very special to me. It is. I feel like 49 is a sleeper number where people don't think it's like a special number. And then you're like, exactly. It's seven. Right, they're like 49 is prime. Like, okay, <laughs> dummy. Shows what you know. <laughs> you don't know anything. Um, okay, so the movie that we chose, it was actually Danielle's idea, um, is Twas the Night. Yes. It's that perfect holiday. because it's Christmas. Yep. And what Disney Plus says is Danny and his con artist uncle take over when Santa Claus is knocked out. Uh-huh. Very accurate. Uh, yeah, I think this is an accurate read. I, it also is like very neutral. It is. Right? Exactly. It doesn't, mm-hmm. besides calling him a con artist, it doesn't yes. give much away. 
No. Um, initial release December 7th, 2001. The categories are comedy, fantasy, and crime. I comment on this in my pre-movies. Okay. Um, it's an hour and 27 minutes, and it received 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not great. Not great. Poor movie. Pretty, <laughs> pretty low, actually. I pretty feel low. like 30s. Maybe 36 was the lowest percent we've ever gotten. Something like that, I think. Yeah, I don't think we've it's ever dipped down say. into the 20s, but 37 is absolutely on the lower end. Um, stick around for a few weeks and maybe you'll learn more about that. Exactly. <laughs> do, do, do. Okay, my pre-movies. I said, I very much remember the plot of this movie, but I can't remember a single detail from it. So I assume I've maybe seen it once or like in passing or the commercial for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just what the heck's wrong with me if I haven't seen it? Um, I, and then I said, I guess actually I'm just the kind of gal who watched the ultimate Christmas present every December. Um, so there you go. The fact that it has crime as a genre makes me, made me really, really excited. Mm. And so it made me feel like it was going to be like home alone or the Grinch esque. Um, and I feel like I was correct in that. Yeah. Um, fun fact, the only other crime genre decom that we've done, do you know what it was? Get a clue get a clue which was way <laughs> back episode number episode number three yeah oh my god that was uh, that was one of the first ones but so we classic. haven't yeah we haven't done a crime epi in almost two years almost two years it's about time we are due for some crime love that so excited um so my pre-movie thoughts i said okay i don't remember this movie at all um, but at the time of my viewing of this movie, I had just watched the Santa Claus the day before. Mm. So that was like really heavy on the brain. Great movie, by the way. Um, and I can't help but think they were like lightly inspired by the Santa Claus, you know, like Santa Claus is down for the count. Someone's got to take over so far. I'm getting the same exact premise. Um, <laughs> I said, I can only imagine that, you know, this like con artist uncle starts off kind of Scrooge like and warms up to being a wholesome uncle by the end, just a theory. Um, and I was a little bit curious cause I, I truly feel like I didn't know anything about this movie. So I watched the trailer. Um, and the way it, it, it was like literally just 45 seconds of the movie that told you almost nothing. Um, but the way it ends actually makes Santa almost look like the bad guy. So I was really confused going into it, which made me more interested. So I guess that's the point of a trailer. So it worked. And that was, that was me. So while you were reading that, I zoned out a little bit looking up something because I noticed that when you wrote the Santa Claus, the movie, it's C-L-A-U-S-E. Yeah, of But course. in the description... Disney Plus said Claus C-L-A-U-S. So I had to do a quick little search because it has been something my whole life that I've like used them interchangeably and not known which is which. Do you know the whole detail of this? Yes, 100%. It's the point of the movie. Have you never seen the Santa Claus? No, I have, but I didn't realize that it was a pun. And I think that because of this movie, so Claus is a pun in the movie, but people spell it c-l-a-u-s-e so now. they think there's an e because that movie called it the santa claus but like it's just because it's a clause like the end of a contract <laughs> exactly and now when i'm looking at the very original cover of it the e is it's a different color or it's like slant color. or something yeah right so mm-hmm, that's very mm-hmm. interesting yeah but actual Santa Claus, C-L-A-U-S. I yep. think that for Close. a very long time, I spelled it with the E. I think when I was a kid, I also thought there was an E for sure. Yeah. Because yeah, it was not very clear. I, sorry, the puns went over our heads. This movie, uh, the Santa Claus, by the way, came out the year that we were born. So, right. understandably. Pun <laughs> we, went over our heads. We didn't understand the puns quite yet. 
Well, now I'll never forget, and I have all that information in my brain, so I'm good. Perfect. On that note. All right, movie time. Yes. So we begin the movie. We see the Wrigley's mailbox, and we hear Twas the Night poem um, being read in a voiceover, along with a girl screaming, and then someone undoing the lights of a Christmas tree and tying Santa up. Consider me confused already. (laughs) Confused and intrigued. Yes, it's true. And then we get a voiceover kid that says, that's right, the bearded one exists, but I'm getting a little head of the story here. Did I say head or did I say a head? I think I, I think just said, said head. Yeah, either way, it sounded correct. <laughs> All right. Well, he's getting a little ahead of the story. Amazing. Um, so he takes it all the way back to the day before and goes Wait, to Christmas. one whole day back. <laughs> one whole day where it's, it's Christmas Eve. Um, and he's still talking in like the Twas the Night Before Christmas poem form. I didn't write down every single rhyme, but it was very clever. I liked it. Um, and he just shows everybody in his family. He shows dad, who he describes as a workaholic, trying to wrap gifts, mom burning some cookies, uh, his perfectly smart, nerdy favorite sister, um, and his annoying little brother, Peter. And then he focuses in on himself, who is Danny, who's like clearly just like this teenage kid who, I don't know, classic teenage boy in the family. He's playing video games. Um, and his little brother, Peter, sorry. Yeah. His little brother, Peter comes and knocks on his door and he's like, Hey, Danny. He's like, has the sweetest, like most mild toned voice in the world. And he's like, Hey, Danny, like they want to know when you're going to decorate the Christmas tree. And he's just like, uh, we're going to decorate it on Christmas Eve. Like we do every year. And he's like, okay, well it's Christmas Eve. Um, and he's just like, uh, no, it's not like, look at a calendar basically. And like shoes Peter away. Lo and behold, it is Christmas Eve, and Danny's just a jerk. He's just an idiot. Uh, Two things I want to add. One, he refers to his sister Katie as, quote, obnoxiously bright. Um, So I knew I'd love her immediately. (laughs) Um, And secondly, uh, does his little brother not look like beans? I thought it was beans the first time I I thought it was beans. (laughs) I thought it was beans. I also Um, thought it was beans. And I'm just going to go out here and say this now. I'm not even going to hold it. Peter, favorite character by far. I couldn't, okay. and also I couldn't tell like if he had an accent or what exactly it was with his <laughs> he, voice. He was just but like I think, always whispering and like, but please be nice to Danny. <laughs> right. He like kind of spoke in a little bit of an accent. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah I no, also think did. that he didn't pronounce his th- like mm. certain sounds. I think he didn't mm-hmm. pronounce all the way. Um, but like, I, I couldn't tell sometimes if he was trying to speak in an accent. Um, but favorite, favorite character. Love you, Peter. Love Peter. He's great. He's great. Looks just, just picture beans. That's all you, beans with glasses. That's all you need to know. Yeah. So basically he realizes, Danny realizes it's Christmas Eve and he has no money, I think, for gifts. Yeah. So he decides to sell his, quote, junk to Peter. Um, and his parents are find out and they're like super angry that he's conning his little brother and he's like well uncle nick does it and they're like well uncle nick is a con artist and a bad role model um so right away just you know how the parents feel about uncle nick Mm -hmm. um and his little brother looks up to him so much like the whole time he's getting in trouble by the parents his brother's like but i let him but i wanted to and then he says to his brother you can shake me down whenever you want and he's like please never ever say that again (laughs) He's like, please don't let anybody hear you say that. Um, yeah, they're like one like line that they said a couple times. It's like, you know, it's all about sharing the wealth. And like there's this like family cookie jar that they have that's like full of some 
change that Peter tries to get for Danny and like he repeats that line of like we're sharing the wealth and Katie's like oh god I see Peter's mouth talking but I hear Danny's words coming out of his mouth right um so yeah clearly like Peter just like loves Danny and just like wants to help him and like looks up to him so much Um, so cut to Danny in his bedroom and he's talking to Peter about how like Uncle Nick is the coolest or whatever it's kind of like a voiceover but also Peter's there um, and then we cut to Uncle Nick tied up. Um, and basically, he, like, conned these two guys out of money. He, like, said he was going to do some investment for them, but then just, like, took the money. Um, and they threatened to, like, pour coffee on his laptop. And he starts going nuts. And he's like, no, my whole life is on that thing. Um, and they're like, all your scams, you mean? So clearly, like, this is something he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, like, this giant guy. And they're like, he's going to hurt you. But then he just, like, grabs his nose. Yeah. And somehow in grabbing his nose, like, offers to make them some cash. Like, he's like, all right, all right, like, I'll fix this. Um, But then he just, like, gets his stuff and escapes. Yes. Um, Two notes here. Do you know who Uncle Nick is? I recognize him, but I don't know the actor's name. It is Brian Cranston, which was shocking to me he is the main guy in breaking bad oh yeah um, that's <laughs> and like i mean a million other things but like i think that's what like our generation knows him most for right. um never knew he was in a decom so that's hysterical um also i could have swore that like the big like bully elliot like the guy who like tries to break his nose basically was in th- something and like if you look at his imdb he is literally just like bouncer security guard big guy (laughs) tough thug like all of these just like side roles of like being this big character um but he did it in Degrassi once or twice so which is probably where you know him from. I think that's where I know him from that's amazing Um, yeah your whole life is just playing a bouncer would you think he ever was actually a bouncer probably probably honestly he knows how to do it really well so So Uncle Nick escapes down the fire escape and his escape is comical. Like he almost Mm. drops his laptop bag and like catches it with like by extending his leg. He tries to like hide behind a Christmas tree, but then the people like put it down and (laughs) the guy sees him. He runs through like a Santa village where there's a million kids waiting and then eventually goes in like the back entrance of where I guess Santa was going to come out of. Um, And he heads into the bathroom to be like, oh, my God, Nick, what are you going to do? What did you get yourself into? And he sees, like, the Santa costume hanging over a stall. So we assume Santa was, like, changing or using the bathroom or whatever. So he just steals the costume, leaves Santa naked in the stall, um, dresses up as Santa, and then makes – tries to make his great escape. And as he goes outside, of course, the million kids are all like, woo! And so what does he do? He just gets on the bus, just leaves. The poor elf that was trying to help him was just like, dude, like, you can't leave. Um, but he, the reason that he gets on the bus and, like, where he's headed, he's, like, sitting there and he's like, I don't know where to go. Like, where can I hide? He sees a little ad on the bus that says, there's no place like home for the holidays. And so that kind of, like, lights a little light bulb in his mind. And he's like, ah, home i will like go to my family um and so that's where he decides he should hide out right and he arrives at his brother's house still dressed up as santa and when the he knocks on the door his brother answers and is like what are you doing here to santa and he's like i'm your brother nick or whatever so he comes (laughs) in the house kids are pumped to see him so excited parents are not the kids like they have like all these like little moments of like hey like all three kids absolutely love nick it's like really kind of cute and like made me sad that like i don't know that he's a shitty person um 
but yeah, they, I don't know. The kids just like absolutely loved him. And so while they're all there, like figuring out, you know, like what to do and just that uncle Nick's going to hang out for the holidays. Um, the dad gets a ring on his beeper and, or the mom does, one of them does either way. Um, the dad goes one first and apparently there was an outbreak of the reindeer flu and he's got to go into the ER and the mom's like, Oh, this is what I get for marrying a doctor. He's like, this is what you get for being a doctor. You're about to get called too. And apparently they're both doctors and they both have to go into the hospital, uh, emergently. So I could only think of COVID. Oh, that yes. Um, it was an interesting tidbit here. <laughs> it was. So the parents are getting ready to leave and the kids are sitting with Uncle Nick and they're having a conversation about Christmas and Santa and Katie's like, Santa isn't real. Like I did the calculations. Like he would have to travel at 650 miles per second if he would to re- were to reach every house. Um, and I was like, I love Katie. I love Katie. She's math busting for us. Like we She's don't need to do us. it here. <laughs> What she failed to take into account, though, is that Santa is magical. We will get to that, Yes, however. of course. Um, so dad is getting ready to rush out the door, and he, like, scolds and yells at the kids, basically, and is like, go yeah. to your room before we leave because he doesn't want them hanging with the uncle. There's a little bit of um, back and forth with Danny, but finally Danny agrees, and so they all go to bed, and so we cut to the parents pulling out and Nick sitting in the living room by himself on his computer trying to like get a loan or something and on the screen it says like insufficient funds on deposit and he's like yeah oh that's why i need the loan (laughs) so um then this thing pops up that says like new investor and he clicks on it and it's a video of just the three guys who had just tied him up um and like he can't get them off the screen or whatever and somehow he sends them a super virus by simply dragging a shortcut from his desktop over the video of them uh, but apparently this virus is such a super virus that it affects every computer in the area um so cut to santa who just is now on his sleigh falling through the sky um, and then somehow falls through the sky right down their chimney um, which at first i was like why is he randomly falling in their house but then i realized later it's because he was trying to get rid of the super virus. Yes. Um, so Santa's like falling down the chimney. It's making a lot of noise. So Danny runs downstairs and then all of a sudden him and Nick are standing there like, what the hell? And then all of a sudden they freeze and the fire in the fireplace freezes. And then all these bubbles start appearing and then Santa just apparates. Can you tell <laughs> what apparates. I've been watching lately? <laughs> Am I wrong? Does he not apparate? I, yes, I would have never used that word, but he does. Can you tell what I've been watching too much of lately? I don't know. What have you been watching? It's from Harry Potter. They apparate. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Clearly, I haven't been watching enough Harry Potter. <laughs> so I am have finished seven out of eight movies in the last month, and I went this week with Annie to see um, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child on Broadway, Ooh. and they did it. It was the second night that they did it in one part, so it was three and a half hours of Harry Wait, Potter. Why? Because they didn't want to do it in two parts anymore, I guess, because of COVID stuff. I'm not really sure. That makes no sense to me. What? Three and a half hours. Straight through. Like, but it was great. Game. Let's go. And I, I know that it wasn't a musical, but every time the music started, we turned to each other and we're like, this time they're going to sing. This time, like, <laughs> like, there had to be a song. There had to One be song. something. One singular song. Come on. But there wasn't. Oh, dang. 
All right. Anywho, um, so Santa so operates fun. into their living room. Yes. So now that he's in there, he clearly has this little like headset mic thing on. He's like, okay, Albert, like I'm in. Now what? And so the person who's on the other line, I assume it's an elf, talking to him is like, okay, you got to look for the computer and you got to delete the virus. So he like finds uh, Nick's laptop and then he basically sees the same little shortcut that he had dragged onto the video, puts it in the trash can, and there you go. Um, he's complaining about all of this technology and such. The reason he had to even use this type of technology is because all of his reindeer have the reindeer flu. They all have the reindeer flu. We tied it back. I love the continuity. And then Santa says they're going to get their flu shot next year, just like the rest of us. Yes. Which I was like, wow, I just got my boosties. So same. We're all getting vaccinated. <laughs> even the, the reindeer. reindeer are going to be vaccinated. So Santa like turns and sees Nick and Danny standing there and he's like Nick on the naughtiness <laughs> list for life. Um and then he's like and Danny's on the naughty list too. Not for life, but on the naughty list too. Mm-hmm. Um and then Santa goes into his bag and this is genius. He has these teeny tiny little presents and then he has this machine, this little or ball and he pushes a button and it turns them regular size and i'm like that's how santa carries all the presents obviously obviously this now, i have a question i'm sorry i have to ask yes do you think that when he goes in the house and freezes them it pauses all of time or just in that house i think it's just in that house so that's what i thought originally too and then i thought of something in my head that doesn't work what if someone was not home and then they come home i feel so like they would come into a frozen living room and so they would happy. not be frozen yeah i don't know that's just that seems absolutely correct in my mind <laughs> even all based off absolutely nothing <laughs> okay fair Which, it seems like a a risky risky move but i think the whole premise about santa is like you gotta go to sleep for him to come you gotta be not rustling around you know no one was stirring not even a mouse so not even a mouse not even a mouse um but this is really a genius way i think to bring gifts for you know from the workshop all the way just shrink them but i had some questions about this contraption you know the first of all being what is the scale factor of the shrinkage of these ah. presents? And so this is going to be the start, but maybe not the, the end of our math bust. Wow. <laughs> it's, a, it's going to be a continual math bust. It is a continual math bust. We will revisit it. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. It's time for math busters. So... Um, minor spoiler alert. The reason it's continual is because this is not the first time we will see this little shrinkage machine being used. It is the first. It is not Sorry, the last. Sorry, it is not the last. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the only, I think, is what I meant. Um, or not the last, yes. This is the first, but it is not the last. Um, so first, I just wanted to see, you know, what is the scale factor of the shrinking machine? What is, how small does it make things? Um, and most importantly, is that scale factor consistent? So, when Santa, ah, mm, yes, great. when Santa first pulls out these like little tiny presents out of his bag, there's a bunch of varying sizes, but they all are like roughly the same size. And he lands on three that he's going to leave for the kids. And they look to be a, a, about as big as his like thumb or thumbnail, um, which when you look up the average adult thumb, apparently the width is one inch or 2.5 centimeters. Um, so there's a gift specifically that is like a cube shape. So I'm just assuming each size at its shrinking size is one inch each side is one inch Mm. um 
I wanted to continue to use Santa as the frame of reference, but when we see the presents like all in large, he's actually not in line with them. Um, he's a bit like deeper into the shot, so it would be off. Um, so I just, but you can see a really, really, really tiny present on top of a big stack of presents. And that shot actually stays exactly the same. So we're just going to use the small box that we already know oh, is easy. one inch. Yeah. Right. Um, so I measured on the height of my laptop. Like I was like watching on my laptop and took a piece of paper and measured it. The small box was 2.5 millimeters. So our scale factor is that 2.5 millimeters on my laptop screen equals one inch in the movie. Um, mm -hmm. And when I measured the that same gift after it was enlarged, it was 32 millimeters tall, which makes that box 12.8 inches tall. Because we just that took 32 and divided by 2.5. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's like about a foot. That's a, probably the size of like a gift box. Makes perfect sense. Um, so unfortunately, that's where our original math bust pauses right pauses. now. That's all we got. We have a scale factor of when he enlarges gifts, they go from one inch to 12.8 inches. And we will see if that holds true. Oh my God. I can't wait. <laughs> so Santa does this, right? He enlarges the gifts and then he drops the device and I guess it clicks the unfreeze button. And so it unfreezes Nick and Danny. So they see him and everyone's like gasping and screaming and Santa <laughs> tries to escape but he trips and he hits his head on the concrete on the fireplace or the bricks or whatever. And he just passes out. Um, and Nick and Danny are standing over him. Like there has to be a logical explanation. Like Santa isn't real. Um, and then Danny like picks up the device and like presses one of the buttons and Nick turns super tiny. He's screaming, obviously Danny's <laughs> like, what the hell? And so they realize like, maybe this is the real Santa. Mm -hmm. um, but he like clicks to like unshrink Nick um, and Danny's like, oh my God, like, what are we going to do? The real scent is dead. We have to save Christmas. And Nick is like, first of all, we're not going to do anything. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. He doesn't care. <laughs> right. And then they just like keep, like, I think they're just trying to figure out what's going on. They just like keep messing up the button. So like Nick freezes Danny. But then when he does that, he's like, interesting. And then he apparates himself onto the sleigh and starts playing around with the sleigh and he's scared, but also extremely intrigued to being mm -hmm. the con artist he is. Mm -hmm. um, and then he he also notices that like in the sleigh, you know, the, the mechanics in the sleigh are very similar to a video game, um, which he doesn't have experience with, but he knows somebody that does. He knows so someone who does. He operates himself back into the living room. Thank you so much <laughs> for using my word. Of course, it's the only word I will use now for that. Um, and he unfreezes Danny. And he says, you know, what if we picked up the gauntlet? And then he's just like, you know, what if we did this? What if we just took this on for the night? And Danny's like super confused. He's like, you were literally just against this five seconds ago. Um, but he's like, you know, you could be the pilot and it's just like your video games. Like you can run the ship. I will deliver the presents. And, and then he clearly says at the end, he's like, and then we'll get some reward for saving Christmas. So clearly you see there's some like ulterior motives and, uh, Nick is just looking to benefit from this in some way. He clearly doesn't care about He's the, also extremely, the extremely manipulative. Yes. Like he says, let's selflessly fulfill Santa's mission ourselves. And he hmm. says, we'd be saving Christmas, which is what he's just feeding into what Danny was saying. He's yeah. very manipulative. He is. Um, they get on the sleigh. We, we cut to them on the sleigh. And Nick says he wants to start where, quote, the rich kids are. Um, and Danny's like, what? Like, they don't really need gifts. And he's like, yeah, but let's dump their presents and lighten our load. 
And Danny's like, oh, I guess that makes sense. Uh, Nick is sus. Very sus. Oh, so sus. Also, Danny's like, but Santa doesn't give more to the rich kids. Santa has one gift for every boy and girl, clearly. And that is, they don't, they, just because there's, that's not how Santa works. That's how the that's parents how Santa work. works. <laughs> Come on, think about exactly. it, Danny. Danny, like, think for one second, okay? One second. Um, cut to the house. Peter is awake. He comes downstairs, like, rubbing his little eyes. Mm-hmm. And he sees the passed-out Santa, who he thinks is Nick, still dressed up. So he, like, goes up to him, and he's like, hey, like, Uncle Nick, Uncle Nick. And then he realizes it's not his uncle, and he screams, um, which in turn wakes Katie up. But not yet. We cut back to uh, Danny on the sleigh. Um, and so... Danny is on the sleigh. Nick is in the house. And they decided Danny was going to stay on the sleigh to give instructions to Nick. Nick was going to go downstairs to, quote, deliver presents. So Danny's, like, trying to give him instructions. And Nick's, like, on the other side of the intercom, like, yeah, yep, yep, yep. But instead, he's just robbing them blind. He's just robbing the homes. Um, He, from the first house, I think he steals, like, a gold, like, candelabra thing. Like a footrest. A grand piano. Um, just robbing them like crazy. And what he does is he shrinks the stuff down and just sticks it in like his Santa jacket. Yep. And all while this is happening, Danny's up in the sleigh and he's looking through the little like naughty and nice list uh, database and he comes across himself and he sees that he is labeled as naughty and this like clearly upsets him. He's, he's just not like, happy. Yeah. He's like, Santa like thinks I'm naughty. Like he's like, I can't believe it. Like I'm like, well, I can believe it, but uh it it clearly upsets him like he doesn't want that to be his thing it also gives a reason why they're on the naughty list and for his it says quote spends too much of his time scamming his little brother Mm -hmm. Um, and then nick comes back and danny's like upset and nick's like who cares i don't remember voting for this guy who says he gets to call all the shots now we decide who gets what for christmas and danny's like yeah yeah (laughs) yeah um so now we cut back home, and so we see Peter and Katie now both awake downstairs. Um, they realize Santa isn't Nick, and so they tie him up. And this was the scene we saw at the beginning of someone using the Christmas lights to tie someone up. Which was, um, I don't know if this was shocking to you, but I was like, oh my god, it was Katie and Peter who tied up Santa. Like, I did right. not expect that. I did not expect that What a that plot either. twist. So uh, he wakes up, and he's like, I'm Santa. And Katie's like, you're not Santa. Like, Santa's not real. And he's like, oh, Katie, 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 don't act like you're so pure. Don't think I didn't see you copy that answer off so-and-so in the spelling test in the third grade. And she's like, <gasps> like, gasp. This moment, Natalie, this moment got to me. Do you want Did to know it? why? <laughs> you copied an answer off a spelling test in the third grade? The first time I ever cheated on a Did test you- in school. I have feel like I might, have, on this I might have, but I'm going to bring that, it back anyway. Please. <laughs> the first time I ever cheated on a test in school was uh, in second grade on a spelling test. It was the word listen. I had forgotten the T, but the kid next to me, Kyle, he wrote the T and I was like, oh, right. And I added the T and that was, it was, that's it. There was never stopping from there. It was bad news bears from there on out. Well, you um, know what? Hold on a second. I have to say something about that. Yes. Did you ever forget the T after that moment again? Oh my God, no. <laughs> so you learned. I you learned. learned. I learned. You learned. You I learned. learned. I learned. So, so that's what matters I mean, most. Isn't what that else what we want to go to school want? for? Right. You learned. You learned. I did so it. So there you go. Yep. That's I think it I'm turned saying. out okay. <laughs> I think you did. Listen. Listen. I am alone. Okay, I'm not even going to try to sing that song. 
Um, okay, so they believe him after he says this, and so they untie him, and uh, he's like, you know, where is my sleigh? It's not there. And she's like, oh, Danny probably stole it. And Sandy's like, no, he wouldn't do that. Like, Danny's like only like temporarily on the naughty list. Like, he's probably trying to save Christmas. And Katie's like, well, not when he's with Uncle Nick. And Sandy's like, Nick he freaks like, out, <laughs> freaks out. Um, and he's like, oh my god, they stole the sleigh. Blah blah. blah. Um, so Katie then like is like talking to Santa about the fact that like it was a computer malfunction, blah, blah, blah. And she's like a super genius, right? So she's mm-hmm. on to something. She's like, we got to get to a more powerful, powerful computer. Like I can take over their system. I can bring the sleigh back here. Um, and so they decide they're going to go to the super, uh, super computer store. Um, and Katie's like, you know how to drive, right, Santa? And he's like, yes. Where do your parents park the sleigh? So and she's silly. like, oh no. No, no, it's a car. Of course, Santa doesn't know how to drive a car. Duh. Why I mean, would he duh. need to know how to drive a car? There's no cars in the North Pole. They don't no need that. No cars in the North Pole. No. So cut to Santa driving the car, and he's driving like a um, student driver, right? He's mm-hmm. like breaking like 17 years yep. before the stop sign. And uh, so that that is happening. That is Love occurring. It. We then cut back to Nick and Danny, and they are continuing to do this process of Danny staying up on the roof and kind of giving instructions while Nick is going down and, quote unquote, delivering gifts, aka stealing. Uh, We get this shot of him picking up this sofa, what he calls a Chippendale sofa, which I never knew that was the name of like these fancy types of sofas. But when you Mm. look it up, it's a thing. Um, And the way he was holding it, I was like, oh, this is begging to be measured. Um, so this is our first return to the math bust, um, is looking at this Chippendale sofa. So again, I'm using, um, his thumb as a frame of reference, but it's a different size in this scene. So I had to like take another scale factor basically from this scene of him holding it. Mm -hmm. Um, I am saying that in the movie, his thumb is an, an inch wide. Um, but on my screen, it was 17 millimeters wide. The sofa that he picks up, and by the way, it's obviously already shrunken. Um, the sofa he picked up is 92 millimeters, uh, making that 5.41 inches in the movie. So apparently the sofa is five, about five and a half inches when it's shrunken. Um, if we use our scale factor from the first part, which was you know uh, 12.8 when you enlarged it, that would make this sofa 69.25 inches. Nice. Nice. <laughs> and I looked up many a Chippendale sofas and they come in different sizes, but seven, about 70 inches is like a really normal length for one of these sofas. So wow. this is not unreasonable at all. So, so far, so good with this scale factor, Santa. Wow. Good for you, Santa. So far. So, so far. far. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, okay. So. So this is um, like, in the house that they're in. Um, Danny was looking at the kid and apparently he was like on the naughty list and it's because he got into fights a lot. So Danny's like, huh, I have an idea. Like instead of giving you this crappy gift, he comes down and he gives the kid a punching bag, which I thought was really nice. He was like, you know, he can pound on this thing instead of other kids and like channel that anger somewhere else. So he's like right. trying to reform these kids that are on the naughty list, basically. Right. He's like really trying to help. So also when Danny first comes downstairs, he says to his uncle, like, you haven't put the gifts out yet. Like, what have you been doing here for so long? Um, And so he's like on to him. 
Um, and then after he puts out the punching bag, his uncle Nick is like, oh, like, I really wish like you were deciding gifts back when I was a kid because I always wanted this like electric guitar, but I was on the naughty list. So I never got anything I wanted, but your, your dad, um, my brother always got everything he wanted. So like, I really wish like you were doing this back then. Um, and Danny's just like responds to it, like whatever. And then he's just like, uh, you're looking kind of lumpy, like <laughs> to the fact that he has stuff like stored in his, um, coat. So he's on to him. Yes. Uh, Nick just blames it on the milk and cookies, which valid but he has good quick excuses yes he's uh, he makes like a for a great manipulator like he always he has really in does. his back pocket um cut back to santa yeah. and uh katie and peter who are on their way to the computer store apparently they tried to take a shortcut and they drive into this sketchy looking alley where there's like a bunch of hooligans who are like spray painting a wall or something um clearly santa has no idea how anything works outside of the north pole which seems weird to me because like he knows everything about everybody but like doesn't get how the world works i don't know um so he drives through and tries to politely ask this group of vandals to move their vehicle and you know get out of the way and he's like oh they can't hear me so he honks at them obviously this group of hooligans takes this as like a threat so they yeah they're not happy they are not happy they come over and they basically just like surround the car and they just like shake it from the top um and he's like oh is this like some sort of game you know like and they're like nope <laughs> no he gets game. out of the car yeah he gets out of the car and then this one kid in particular is like trying to fight him and santa's like oh like you want to fight like does some parkour stuff and then just like <laughs> tickles the guy to death basically um and then the guy like gives up because the fact that santa's tickling him and then he's like you're pretty cool man you want to join my crew and Santa's like, no, like we need to get somewhere really fast. Like Some stuff to do. <laughs> and so they like escort them to the computer store. Um, so they get to the computer store and they walk in and the man working there looks at Santa and he's like, you're late. And I'm like, oh my God, it's just like an elf. Yes. It so is. So funny. So um, weird how all these holiday tropes, like they're all recycled. Like <laughs> Right. Exactly. So cut back to the sleigh and Danny's like, um, why don't we go to the homeless shelter to deliver stuff? And Nick's like, they don't have anything there. And Danny's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like Nick can... like slipped. And then Nick's like, oh my God, that's actually a great idea. But actually, why don't we go to the country club first? Because they have like a really nice feast set up and then we can like shrink their feast and then just like trade meals. And like the people at the country club will know what it's like. And the people at the homeless shelter will have a really nice feast. And Danny's like, yeah, like it's a great idea. Like we'll swap the dinners. Um, again, Nick is so quick. Exactly. Like Danny is truly throughout this just like wants to do what's best for everybody involved. And Nick is just like uh, really covering it up really well. There yeah. is one more thing going on in this scene um, that might be minor to a, a casual viewer. But to me, I said, this is important. Uh, when we first come across this scene in the sleigh, um, we see that Danny is sorry, Nick is holding a what looks like a toy car um, because it is a car that he has stolen off the street you like when they pan up there's like an empty parking spot it's kind of silly um and i thought great this is a perfect uh final example for our math bust Mm. and so i bring you on to part three of our math bust the car um the car is basically this like two-door red convertible um when i looked up what it might be equivalent to i found the bmw z4 roadster looked just like it i even found a red one that was just like it yeah yep 
Um, when we see Nick holding the car, he's just like holding it in his hand. Um, again, I'm using that thumb as a one inch width, which like on my screen it actually was. So I just used that. I didn't like have to use a scale factor here. I just measured. Um, and I measured the car to be about four inches long. Um, if you remember from earlier, our scale factor was 12.8 inches. Exactly. You can already tell. 12.8 times four only gives us about 51.2 inches. And I know that there are some cars that can be fairly small, but a two-door convertible, uh, the actual lengths I found were much, much bigger. In fact, one that I found that looked quite like it was 171 inches. Oh my goodness. Like, like what, like a less than a, more than three times the size basically of his heart grew three sizes that is right. We would hope, um, this one just didn't, it didn't pan out. It was, it was busted. So I could have done a bunch more throughout the film, but to be fair, I was partially lazy. Um, and there were just so many and like, it was hard to get the right scale factor. Of you everything. only need one to bust. I was gonna say that like you, it's just, it's the rule of like, if one doesn't work, like that's all you need as like a counter example. Counter um, example. And here it freaking is. So here's me saying that the scale factor was inconsistent. Uh, so I just, I, I want to know the logic behind the magical Santa tool then. Like, does it, the comment is do better Santa. Yeah. Do better. Or, or give us like your research papers on like what exactly is going on. Does it like make up a scale factor every time? Right, maybe, it's it maybe it's not linear. Maybe it's not linear. True, true, true. That is, I, mm. I thought about doing volume, but that seemed way too difficult. Um, so I didn't. Yeah, no. But yeah, so far busted. Love that. I love the continuous bus, Danielle. I'm very proud of this. Thank you. So we cut back to the computer store and Peter is basically trying to make a diversion because Katie (laughs) and Santa are trying to hack into the computer and the guy that's owning it is or working in the store is like onto them. So he makes a diversion asking if the guy can take him to the bathroom, in which case the man says no. And then he says, fine, I'll just pee here. Um, And so then, of course, in the aisle. So the man (laughs) takes him. Um, So cut to Katie and Santa and she's doing some stuff in the computer and they did it. Katie is all of a sudden controlling the sleigh from the computer in the store. Um, cut back to the sleigh that Danny and Nick are on. Um, and Danny's like, oh, what's happening? He tries to take back over the hard drive, but they're falling, falling, falling. But I guess because he's great with um, video games, he does it. He takes back over. And so they safely land at the mansion or the country club or whatever it was. Um, and then Katie cut back to her and she's like, hmm, I guess it might be possible. My brother's smarter than I give him credit for. Um, and she says, nah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Santa's like, he's obviously in cahoots with that uncle. He's on the naughty list for life now. Yeah. And we still have little Peter in the back saying, like, he's got to have a reason. Like, he's not bad. Like, he's, he's still. Not bad. He's trying to defend Danny till his, like, last dying breath. Till the, the last breath. <laughs> so, cut to the mansion, and Nick is just walking around stealing jewelry off of people, like, stealing everything he can imagine. Meanwhile, Nick, uh, sorry, Danny is in the kitchen trying to shrink the food to swap the meals like they said they would um so danny comes out like all excited and he basically sees nick stealing a ring off of someone or like making fun of her after he stole it or something um and then he like zaps his uncle and all the stuff he stole goes up into a massive pile that brings nick to the ceiling and he's like uh yeah i'm collecting stuff to donate to charity to fight bad things and Danny's Rip. like, you don't have to lie anymore. I'm not that dense. This whole night has been one big fat setup. You scam me so you could steal stuff. And then he's like, you and me, we're done. We're good. 
Because he's yep. breaking up with him. <laughs> yep. Um, and then he's just like, you know, I was having a small cash flow problem. This was just like tied me over. It was a once in a lifetime thing. Even though earlier in the movie, he was like, we could do this every year. This is our new thing. Um, and he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't tell you. Like, what would you have said? Like, you would have not allowed me to. And he's like, yeah, that's the freaking point. Like, right. Uh, and then Danny's like, I'm going back home to see if I can really help Santa. And Nick's like, that's good. Um, but then like steals the magic ball. Um, what a crook. Such a crook. What a crook. That's the name for it. <laughs> yeah. So Danny leaves and Nick is like, as Danny's like going away on the sleigh, he's like so proud of himself that he has the ball. Like he doesn't even feel bad at all. No, he doesn't. Um, cut back home. Santa's like super upset. Peter's still trying to convince him that Danny isn't bad. Like he's going to do it till the end. And then Danny shows up. Um, the sleigh is all messed up and Katie starts like trying to fix it. We stand. I love Katie. I know. Um, and Danny's like, Santa, I owe you an apology. I wasn't trying to steal your sleigh. I hope you believe me. My uncle Nick isn't so bad. He just got in over his head. He's just, and Santa goes, a scammer. And he's like, how does it feel to be scammed this time? Like so, too, too real Santa, like too brutal for yes, Santa Claus Santa's in my opinion. Him hard. Um, Caitlin says that the sleigh isn't going anywhere Caitlin? anytime. Is that her full name? Yeah. Oh wow. They go back and forth calling her Caitlin and Katie. Love that. Yeah, Katie. Sorry. Um, says that the sleigh isn't going anywhere anytime soon because the hard drive is totally fried and the computer store is closed. So like the earlier they can get to earliest they can get there is the twenty sixth. Um, and so they're trying to like brainstorm like, you know, what what else can we do? There's nothing they can do. Um, cut to Nick who is sitting in front of, I thought he was sitting, he's like sitting in front of a church. He's like at a bus stop. A bus I've, stop, yeah. I thought like the church was supposed to symbolize something. It doesn't. He's literally just at a bus stop. Um, and a car pulls up and they ask for 300 Walnut Street. And lo and behold, it's like the three guys that were chasing Nick at the beginning of the movie. Oh no. And he like tries to like hide his face from them. And he's just like Because right, he's dressed in a Santa costume. So yes, yeah. Really he know. still looks like Santa. So he tries to just like, divert away from his face basically and they're like oh it's got to be around here somewhere and they leave and he's like huh 300 walnut like i know that address and like duh that is the wrigley's address that's his right. brother and the thing is at first like for a moment he was like oh thank god like i escaped that and then mm -hmm. he's like oh god they're going for the kids yep um so cut back to the house and santa's like damn like maybe i'll just take a few years off of this like everything that could go wrong today did go wrong like he's really depressed he says like santa's depressed he says santa's just a little depressed and i don't i don't know if you watched inside by bo burnham that's all i did for a good month of this year but there's literally a line in a song that goes robert's been a little depressed oh the I could song think that's of. the tiktok one well there are many of them are tiktok ones yes but, but the, that one also was one the mm -hmm. water's rising i don't give a shit that one uh, they say the water's right yeah, yeah yeah i think it's a different song but that is the 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 same thing yes the same program the same album same thing but yes that's all i could think of was that robert's been a little depressed when santa says he's just a little depressed Okay. Brutal. So anyway, so then in addition to him saying everything that could go wrong did go wrong, then the three guys pull up um, and they're like three doofuses. They're like, we're very tired. Um, this guy lost a contact lens in his eye <laughs> um, and the kids are just like, I, Nick is not here. Like, we don't know how to help you. Um, and so then Nick shows up though. Um, and he says like, he just like starts being a better person i guess he's like we're gonna give all this stuff back and then he like threatens the guys like with 
the ball because they're like you're not going to give anything back and then he like shrinks the big guy the guy that always plays the the, the bouncer, bouncer. <laughs> and they're like oh my god what the hell so then they like run away and then he like hugs the kids and it's all nice and dandy and then santa's like he walks up to him like super stern and i'm like oh santa's about to bring down the hammer and then he's like good job nick and i'm like this man should be punished he should he the the turnaround in these movies sometimes is just absolutely incredible where they just apologize usually it's the the shit dad that (laughs) that they just forgive in like two seconds this time it was the shit uncle um but katie brings us back down to earth and she goes this whole love fest doesn't exactly solve our problems which she's right um and they against are brainstorming they're like we need um like a, a computer with a better hard drive they're like okay but like you know what about wires? Like that's not going to be able to fly from house to house. And they're like, Oh, what about a really powerful laptop? And then they all look at Nick and he's just like, Oh no, like not my lappy, not my laptop. But he's like, you know, I got to do it. And Santa says like, this has been a very first good step on your long road to rehabilitation. Um, letting them use his laptop to power the sleigh. So they fix it or whatever. And then Santa's like, all right, I got to go. Like, Nick, do you want to come like help me or so weird. And Nick's like, no. So Santa's like, all right, I got to go. And uh, not a word of this to anyone. Um, And then he says, I'm going to have to reconsider this whole naughty and nice tradition. It's not as black and white as I thought. And you, uh, you Wrigley's taught me that. And Mm -hmm. then he leaves. Goodbye, Santa. Bye. Um, Then mom and dad come home from the hospital. Nick is asleep on the couch and the dad. Great timing, mom and dad. Yeah, right. (laughs) Magical timing. Um, Nick is asleep on the couch and uh, dad puts a little blanket on him and he says, I already got my big present. And I was like, oh, he kind of cares a little bit, you know. Um, He likes having his brother here. Um, And then it's Christmas morning and everyone piles in. Uh, Everyone's opening gifts. Danny gave his parents IOUs, basically. Um, And then there's a little gift behind the tree that's for Nick. And everyone's like a little shocked. Peter's like, Uncle Nick, I found one for you. With whatever. Now I just try to do a Cartman accent. I don't know what the accent is here, but it's an accent. It worked, though. It made sense. It sounded like And Peter. what is the gift but the guitar that he was talking about earlier? Duh. So they're all like, play it. And he's like, no, I have to sell it to pay off my debt. And I'm like, dude, you can play it once. Like, yeah, right. So he plays it, and he's like, really good. It's like electric guitar, rock music. Um, and then we end with a Danny voiceover which is back to the poem from the beginning. And he's like, "'Twas the morning of Christmas. Santa brought all the stuff back. Nick didn't go to jail. The point of Christmas is to be with your whole family, whether you're naughty or nice. I don't have the rhymes that he did, mm-hmm, but that's mm-hmm. the gist. Yes. Um, and that's it. That's, that's Twas the Night. Twas the Night. Beautiful. A Christmas Post story. movies. All right, I'll go first. I said, I really enjoyed this movie. It was very similar to a lot of other Christmas movies. Like you said throughout, like these tropes kept being reused, um, especially the Grinch um, for this movie. And while I really like that, it wasn't different enough for me to call it a particularly special Christmas movie. Mm. Um, What this one has, though, that others don't is Peter. 
Other Christmas <laughs> movies don't have Peter. What a cutie. And just, I just still can't figure out what was going on with his voice the whole time. I like the idea of people being frozen and shrinking gifts down. Super cool concept, although busted. Mm. Um, and it explains a lot of the impossible stuff Katie was talking about when she first said Santa's not real. Um, having magic in a movie is always fun. I'd say, I think it probably just about deserves the Rotten Tomatoes rating because it's traditional, not unique, kind of cheesy Christmas movie. But mm. then again, isn't that the whole point? yeah it really is that is the whole point of a christmas movie i love it um before i i dive into my post movie thoughts i'm just gonna uh comment on your obsession with peter if you're into like really adorable kid in a christmas movie like i'm telling you if you haven't watched the santa claus recently rewatch it because the little kid in that movie is so freaking cute like the entire time i was like how is this kid so cute and he has like the best 90s fits ever so like here's my weird plug for to watch the santa claus because it's such a good movie and i hadn't seen it in so long so I was i'll do really, it really excited to watch it um but my post movie thoughts i said this was an interesting one um it definitely had like more of a like a bad like vibe than a wholesome vibe which i think we can attribute to the crime genre i feel like the crime in disney movies like bring like a weird element to it um that's fun you know uh, my prediction of the uncle going from bad guy to good guy by the end was true and obviously very predictable but i did like how danny was like a dynamic character throughout he really did just want to do what was best and like help everyone and have a good christmas but was just like swindled by his you know manipulative uncle which was really sad um but i'm glad that danny like wasn't a dick sometimes we get those just like dick kid characters yeah. and he was just he, like he just want everybody to be nice um i also love everything about like the early 2000s trope of like new tech technology both like ruining everything but also saving the day and the fact that everyone can just like hack into everyone else's computers with these like weird graphics and it's just like they explain nothing about it but you're supposed nothing. to like be amazed by it <laughs> like it's just like yeah just hack into this web address i'm like i don't think that's how that works <laughs> just drag a shortcut from your computer and send it onto the video <laughs> it just works it, it works that way um but i said none of it makes sense and it's beautiful um i also think that the th 37% is like, yeah, I can't see it going much higher than that. I'd give it like 41 max. That's how okay. I feel about the 49, the 49, not 49. Sorry. 49 is too good of a number. <laughs> I know. Sorry. And uh, that's it, folks. This was our last episode of the year, our holiday Christmas episode. Hope everyone's having a fun and safe holiday with their families and friends. And you know where to find us. I just almost said it's our last episode of 2020, but it's 20, it's the end of 2021. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, you do know where to find us. Can I do it? Yeah. You can find us on Instagram at Disney plus or minus all spelled out. You can find us on Twitter at Disney plus or underscore. You can find us on anchor.fm slash Disney plus or minus or wherever you find our podcast. Please listen, rate, review, subscribe, and please don't forget to follow Brandon Baker at Brandon B. Good on Instagram. I will not stop until he's at 10K. Unfortunately, we haven't even released the Brandon Baker episode yet. Um, so that we can't, we can't see if the campaign's working just yet. But promise the second that there is an update, we will let you know. Uh, right. And I will just add that right now he is one lower than he was when we recorded. <laughs> <What>? the Brandon <laughs> How does this keep happening? <laughs> so he, let's hope the campaign works. Guys, on, he's guys. 401 away. Come on, people. Follow Brandon Baker. Brandon, be good on Instagram. Go. Do it. That's Have it. Have a great Christmas. Bye. Bye.